You're listening to The Parallel Pass, a podcast designed to elevate your mind, body, and spirit so that you can get everything you want out of life. The only question is, are you ready? Do you have a business or looking to start one? Establishing your online presence is key. Bluehost makes it quick and easy to get your website up and going, making it an ideal solution for beginners with its fast loading speeds and variety of features. Powering over 2 million websites, Bluehost offers a full range of hosting services, SEO, and much more, all at budget-friendly prices. Sign up today for web hosting as low as $3.95 per month. Click our link in the show notes for instant access to this incredible deal. All right. Welcome back to the Parallel Paths podcast. I'm your co-host, Makita Moore. I'm your other co-host, Blair McClendon. And we are back for the final episode of season two. (laughs) And um, today's a special day. So we're also live on Instagram um, for people who want to watch live. Definitely check out the Instagram page at the Parallel Paths podcast. And today we are going to summarize the season, talk about, um, just kind of review on the topics that we discussed, as well as kind of give updates on our lives, because a lot of things have changed since we launched um, the podcast in general, which we started in April, um, as well as just the second season. So, so yeah, it's been a nice ride. Um, and if there are any topics that people want us to discuss in the next season of the Parallel Past podcast, because we are not stopping. We are going to keep going. We're going we're gonna to keep riding this thing out. There are topics that you all want us to discuss in the next upcoming season. Definitely let us know. Like, share, comment. Um, we want to hear from you all. But yeah, so this season was, um, well, let's, let's go ahead and go back. So we started this podcast in April um, after Blair and I reconnected and we realized that we both had been on these paths to finding greater health, wellness, alignment, um, all this beautiful stuff that we were doing, not realizing it because we had met some some years before, but never really connected. Um, and you know, Blair follows intuition and hit me up, and then we just we had like this long ass phone conversation, <laughs> and out of that came the idea to start a podcast, and we follow through and I give a lot of credit to my co-hosts for helping me actually follow through on an idea because <laughs> I'm not uh, I'm not known for following through but um, yeah and since then we've um, just decided to create this platform to share knowledge from our own personal journeys um, and we hope that the information that we share helps other people just as a launching point. Um, for you to begin your own journey as well. So yeah, it's been real. It's been yeah, real. For, for sure. Kudos to you as well. Um, it's been a dope journey. And like you said, I didn't even really put it in, I hadn't even thought about it, to be honest. But yeah, eight months ago, started it. And then two seasons in, it's lit. Two seasons. <laughs> I am so proud. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah yeah and that's what life is about life is about 
feeling inspired by things and then following that inspiration, taking action. And then the universe just takes care of the rest. Um, Real, bring the right people in, the right situations. It all works out perfect timing. It does, it does. So, so yeah, so we wrapped up season one this summer and then we relaunched again um, in August, I think we did? September. September. And, um, you know, this season two was inspired by just all the difficulties of the world um, on top of just being a, a melanated, a Black melanated person in America and the experience that comes with that and just the, the fatigue of being targeted and being treated um, a certain way because of your greatness and your greatness being a threat. And we've been disempowered for so long on so many levels that in order for us to step into um, what we deserve and, and really our, our um, yeah, basically what we deserve, which is, you know, a, the, the best life, um, really step into our power. We have to heal. We have to release these traumas. We have to take responsibility of our lives and do all these things and be, do that as a collective in order for us to advance and stop waiting for someone else to 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 be fair to us because obviously it ain't happening yet so <laughs> can't be <we> wait <laughs> yeah it definitely takes initiative and uh, some action on our part collectively uh to make some progress as a whole so i mean whether it's uh Again, like we always talk about your diet on all levels, but just managing uh, the things that you're, you're intaking. So uh, the stuff that you're eating, stuff that you're watching, the news is trash. Um, <laughs> FYI, if you already know. Uh, but yeah, just that type of stuff. Uh, what you're listening to, um, it's, it's so many different ways that we're being attacked right now that you got to be aware on all levels. Yeah, and so that was one of the, the topics that we discussed was, you know, how can we heal ourselves through the food that we eat? And we, and we and the reason why we talk about healing is because, you know, there's, there's a level of um, connection to your higher self. Um, you know, Blair and I talk a lot about spirituality. We talk about manifesting. We talk about creating a life that you really desire, regardless of the circumstances that you come from. And we know that it's possible because we understand the law in which this universe and how it works. You know, it's it's literally you you. It's an energy. You know, your thoughts are energy. So you set an intention. You think about what you truly desire, and then you allow that to come into your life. And in order to do that, it requires certain actions and you you can't be sick and stressed out and and you know doing toxic behaviors and scared and and all these things that get in the way of you uh vibrationally matching all those things that you desire so that's why healing is so important because you know when we're not healed and when we're sick and and injured and traumatized all this stuff that is not that's not aligned with the greater visions that we truly have for ourselves so you know regardless of what's happening in the world, it's, it's time for us to take responsibility of our lives and to start healing. And like Blair said, you know, start with what you eat because it definitely makes a difference. Yeah. Yeah. One key that you hit on too with manifesting, it's really like dwelling in the feeling of what you want to manifest. 
And a lot of times with some of the foods that we eat or whether it may be drinking or drugs or whatever it may be, a lot of that stuff is suppressing certain feelings or it's causing you to separate from the actual feeling. So um, I think we've said it in previous episodes too, but really allowing whatever it is that you're going through to, to be accepted for what it is and then let it go. Um, a lot of times we, as a whole, will dwell in the past on something or refer to something or someone else as being the root of our problem. And it all starts with us. So it's a matter of what we pay attention to and what we give our energy towards. Um, and the healing aspect is a big key of that. Um, if you aren't healing, then you aren't able to feel certain things. So it's really just about increasing your intuitiveness as well. Yep. And by intuitiveness, it, it just changes your perspective. You go from feeling hopeless because you're putting all the, the responsibility of your life in someone else's hands to truly being a believer because now you like you're taking the responsibility and once you really start showing up for yourself and you build a habit of taking care of yourself um you know your life will change and, and i think and what, where we started at this season was starting the root of the problem where did this need to heal come from where did the hate that um our lack of self-love our lack our lack of self-awareness and lack of self-respect come from um, and we traced it back to knowing that this this information was uh, intentionally implanted in us. We were intentionally divided based off of our skin tones, based off of, off of our sex, um, and turned against one another because they knew that the only way to prevent us from uh, being our powerful selves was to divide us. And that division has remained constant up until this day, where you know we have people shooting and killing each other over land that's not even theirs like yo you're on my block and you know it's just and we talked about you know black on black violence in the season as well um let's let's touch on that though um <clears throat> i think just for the culture we had a monumental um event that just occurred this past week between uh two very well-known artists in atlanta gucci and jeezy um with how that beef was i don't want to say necessarily resolved because i don't i don't know the extent of it but just for that moment in time how it was extinguished and how they were able to put aside their differences that i know made a ripple effect um not only throughout the city of atlanta but for kids and stuff everywhere um i know we talk a lot about the youth the youth um definitely being quick to kill one another, that was big for them to see. That is it's bigger than just taking a life just because like, if we're here it's for a reason and us killing each other or just doing certain things that play into the hands of the people who want us to do those things, um, it's turning the tables on that. So that was huge this past week to see Gucci and Jeezy be men and be able to move forward yeah and it, and it takes some level of vulnerability in order for you to a lot out there um and that's not something that we as a people like to show um especially our men but it takes examples like that to allow us all to acknowledge okay maybe i do got something going on maybe i do need to resolve this 
um, and we talked about one of our episodes was about mental health and the impact that that has had on our community, especially because, you know, we stigmatize it so much. We don't want to admit that we have trauma that needs to be healed from. You talk about healing and people run. Um, at the same time, you know, they're walking around, you know, drinking and, and smoking and uh, eating all these things to escape the emotions that are so painful. If, if you're a person of color in America, you've got trauma. Like everybody, <laughs> like you got trauma. The everybody fact got trauma. <laughs> trauma nation. Um, For sure. Just knowing that just because the color of your skin, you are already seen as more violent. You're seen as a threat just because the color of your skin and to walk around with that underlying level of anxiety that at any point in time, if you look at somebody wrong, you're seen as a criminal or a threat and you're, you know, that could be your life. Like just from admiring somebody that could be your life. Um, you, you've got trauma, you've got like, you know, it, it's inevitable. So I think it's time for us to start acknowledging that and working through our mental health and really seeing that as something that is as crucial to our health as everything else. And as we do that, as we continue to heal ourselves, starting with our mental, then we'll, we'll begin to be able to um, reflect that in the relationships around us. We'll be a leader, you know, just like Jeezy and Gucci were, they set an example and now you'll probably see some other people resolving their contact, their conflicts because it's like, why are we doing this in the first place? Like, why, why are we hurting each other in the first place? Like, we don't have to hurt each other anymore. I can deal with my hurt on my own rather than me inflicting more hurt on someone else. Yeah, and it's like, they don't have to be buddy-buddy and best friend and all that type of stuff. Like, we can, we can squash the, the animosity toward each other and live in separate spaces and continue to thrive. Like, have to work with each other, but just to get beyond that moment and that particular situation is huge. And um, I know people call it a versus battle and you're picking the winner and all that stuff, but to me, they both won. And for separate reasons, Gucci won for the streets before just by agreeing and just by showing up, he already won. And then for how Jeezy diffused the situation, it's like he got a dub. So it's again man that's that's big for the culture like on so many different levels yeah I'm, I'm glad you brought the example up um okay what else what else we gave a lot this season um we also talked about <laughs> so we were um we had a few episodes they were a little heavy you know just you know talking about like how our families have been you know broken up intentionally and um you know whether it was through uh uh, criminalizing black men, putting them in jail at higher rates. Um, but we wanted to lighten it up a little bit throughout the season. So we also talked about other ways of healing. Um, and one episode we did was on entheogens, <laughs> which is a, a, a favorite topic of ours. Um, but yeah, so I don't know if, if anyone hasn't heard about entheogens, but entheogens are, is it, it's just basically anything that has a healing, anything from the earth that has like a healing property. Is that how you would? define it, Claire? Man, I don't know the definition right off the bat. But... <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not the expert on it. I, I said that in that episode too. It was just a fun topic, but um, entheogens include like your shrooms, um, cannabis can be included, um, basically anything from the actual earth that alters uh, your state of mind. 
that's that's my definition <laughs> but uh something along those lines but uh yeah we talked about that we talked about uh us going to our different sessions and doing sound healing um of course exercise and moving your body so many different ways that you can practice self-healing uh going out in nature that's why you'll see sometimes if you watch us uh, i'll have a lot of nature backgrounds like like what i have now uh, with machu picchu but um so many different ways that we're just being disconnected from our actual reality and just to even kind of touch on that a bit had a friend uh, talking to me about a venture business venture and um is dealing with some virtual reality and i kind of had to think for a second i'm like because they wanted feedback like hey would you would you use this and i was like nah it's not really for me and this was just kind of like first answer i wasn't even really thinking about it but then when i thought about it even more i'm like yeah it sounds kind of cool but then this light bulb went off and i was like i remember vividly a picture of mark zuckerberg walking down an aisle and everybody in the crowd had on these VR headsets. And the caption was like, uh, the dealer never uses. So just thinking about that, I'm like, okay, so if they're developing this technology, but they won't use it themselves, there's no way I'm about to use it. <laughs> so just like even with these vaccines, y'all got it? <laughs> Not on, nah, I'm straight. So just be aware of, of all the, the evolving technology, use it as a tool that it is, but don't get so sucked into it, like in a VR setting to where you won't want to travel. Mm-hmm. And the, the place. so that type of thing. You know, the thing with this technology or even like all the distractions is basically to pull your attention so deep into what we refer to as the matrix, but just like it, it pulls you into like this world that they're creating for you rather than you realizing that you can create your own world. And when you spend time in nature, you, you tap into that. You, you are able to sit and actually just think, have your own thoughts, um, thoughts that come from a higher power. And, and then from there you can create a better world versus this one that's been created for you to keep you living in an illusion um, that's not from a powerful state. So yeah, yes, kids. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I know you hike too, but have you ever been to like a mountaintop or like the top of a cliff or something like that? Mm-hmm. It's such a a feeling of I, I can't even describe it, but like you just know you're so small on this huge plane that it's like you're nothing but everything at the same time like it's it's a weird dynamic but yeah nature is incredible i definitely highly recommend that to to anybody um especially just trying to tap in a little bit more but like go for walks uh, go on a hike if you live near some mountains like to me that was my favorite part of living out west uh, for the short stint that I did, but I was always going on hikes and looking over the ocean and different stuff like that. It was it was so dope, such a dope experience. Yeah, that's why like I love California. 
<laughs> I will not. California is beautiful. It's beautiful. Like everywhere you, everything you see, like a, oh, you see these mountains in the background, you got the ocean, palm trees, the weather is great. I'm just like, I don't think there's anything better. Like it's. Yeah. La La Land. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we out here. Yes, yes, yes. What else? Um, uh, and, and we, like, that's the thing. It's, um, you know, life really is meant to be enjoyed. And that can be regardless of the conditions in which you're currently dealt. And, or, and the only way to change those conditions is to create a vision of something different, something better. And even with this mask, envision a world without these masks. Like, people are really cool. being sucked into this. And it's like, no, we're not wearing this shit. It's like wearing, or to me, the analogy that I found is like you putting up a chain link fence trying to keep mosquitoes out. <laughs> <laughs> like if the virus is on the nano level like that, the mask is not working regardless. So it's more so a symbol of obedience. Mm. Like Uh-oh. <laughs> you gonna shut us down. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, Just be aware, man. Ask questions. Follow the money. Yes. And the only way to even think to ask a question is that you have to have clarity of mind and realize that everything from which you what they feed you on television and the grocery stores, everything is fear programming too. Yes, the fear, like yeah, fear, the fear they programmed into us is so detrimental to your health. Um, and then you have the food the, and the, the media, everything is a way to distract you. It, and it's just like, you have to learn how to cut that off. And you have to be willing to sit in the silence of yourself. And yes, it's going to be scary and some shit is going to come up that you don't, that it's uncomfortable. And you have to sit there with it and you have to face it because this world knows that you don't want to face it. And they know if you face it, you'll be able to face those demons and you'll be able to grow and, be, and you know, love and accept all of yourself. And that's when you step into your true power. So they create a world that keeps you from doing that that gives you an excuse to not go down deep into yourself and to learn who you are and evolve as a person. That way you can stay within the system and continue to work for them versus doing what you really came here to do, which was discover who you are and to share your gifts with the world, uh, making it a better place. That's facts. And even to hit on that, check out my book, The New Entrepreneur's Playbook. Hey. We're out here trying to push ownership. Uh, now is the time to really have something that you can build upon generational wealth uh, for you and your family. Um, it's bigger than just working a nine to five and like she said, creating somebody else's vision. Mm. Uh, so we're here to help with that. I always feel free to reach out, but I'm all about building and helping to create that vision. Yeah. And that was another important episode we talked about was our spending habits as a community. If we put all of our spending power within the black community, oh, and, and if we did it as a collective, because yes, we have done it in the past. Like, you know, we think about um, Rosewood and uh, Tulsa, you know, like, yes, they will come and, and burn that shit down um, and, and be mad about it when we, when we show that we are uh, creators ourselves and we can be self-sufficient. But if we do that as a collective um, and, we, and we don't get deterred by these, these little uh, retaliations, 
Um, but if we truly put all of our money within our community, then you like it would it would it blossom overnight. <laughs> yeah, overnight. If you are overnight spending power we have as a community overnight. It's ridiculous. And that's why we, you know, we we talk about black owned and to, to highlight. I got my little onk right here from Omni. It's a black owned uh, jewelry business out of Toronto. Blair's repping his shirt over there, the collective and bonafide Florida. Um, you know, I got slick over here as well. So if you this just if you really are about your own empowerment, because you can't be empowered when your community is is disempowered. It's a collective effort. Um, no, none of us can get it alone. Yeah, you can try to make it on your own, be like, whatever. But at the end of the day, uh, your community is going to be willing to have your back when things really pop off. So take time, invest in your and our community, um, even if it takes a little bit longer, even if, you know, you, you can't order it overnight, like on Amazon, you have to stop being so um, gratified in the moment and think about the long-term gains. Like it's, it's time for us to kind of, to grow up a little bit um you know stop being so stuck in these traps of immediate gratification and say hey I'm, I'm making an investment and spend that money proudly to recognizing that money is a an energy it's a, it's called currency for a reason um so recognize like, what am i investing this this energy into and is it going to flow back to me or is it flowing into a system that is suppressing and oppressing me you know so spending habits and we got the holidays coming up black friday yeah. These, all these. I would say just shop small businesses in general. Um, even if you can't find a, a local black business or whatever, just shop local, shop local, shop small business. Those are the businesses that really need it um, in every community. Uh, but of course, if you can support your own, definitely do that as the priority. But um, yeah, man, all the, the big retailers and stuff like that, off it. Um, even with the holiday trap, it's it's. I've I've read some good stuff over the past couple of years, um, and I'm trying to remember the name of the book. Uh, let me see if I can find it. But definitely gives a lot of good. Yeah, actually, here it is: African people in European holidays, a mental genocide. Mm. Uh. I can't pronounce the author's name, so I'm not even about to try. I don't want to. I don't want to butcher that name, but that book gives a lot of good insight on holidays, the creation, and the reason behind it, or some of the events that happened behind the actual holiday. Um, so when it comes to, again, our communities going into to debt for stuff like Christmas, why? So. Again, just, just using our money in, in a little bit different ways, uh, more constructive ways, I would say. Mm-hmm. And Blair, somebody asked, but what's the name of your book again? That book was um, African People and European oh, Holidays. Your book. Mental Genocide. Oh, my book is The New Entrepreneur's Playbook. The New Entrepreneur's Playbook. Yes, definitely check that out. Um, is it on your, uh, is there a link on your Instagram? Yeah, if you go to my Instagram, um, it'll be a link there. You can also find it on Amazon. 
um, and bonafidefla.com as well. I'm gonna put your Instagram. Um, yeah, and, and you know, with, with Blair's, um, oops, with Blair's book, it's, you know, we also did an episode on ownership and, you know, you know, uh, owning your, your intellect. We are a very intelligent, creative people, you know, so let's stop selling ourselves. Again, it's, it's, we want that immediate gratification and we want to let somebody else, uh, that's why we get paid so much. Remember, uh, what was the, the quote from, um, Big Sean's, the song, uh, Oh, we marvel about 10, 15 million a year in reality, just earning basically pennies. So yeah, yeah, man, that's a big thing. Like, I, I actually, we marvel over the millions that these athletes makes, yep. but in reality to their owner, they're making, they're worth billions, you know, and it's, we, we're getting excited over crumbs when if you would have made it yourself, you know, you would have had a whole platter. And it's just like, we sell ourselves short because we don't realize our value as a people. And then we're, we want that quick gratification so we can stunt and do some stuff that doesn't even matter. You know, these values have been sold to us. Now this is a, this is a, a radical idea but like imagine if just the whole nba was like you know what we're about to just we're just about to make our own league like Kyrie actually alluded to we're gonna make our own league where do you think all the money is going now <laughs> there is no nba so it's like who really has the power but again uh like the milwaukee bucks they were like no nah, we're not playing then the next day they're back on the court what happened to the strike <laughs> Damn, one day, bro. So I, I think the important part is we also have to have one another's backs because I think you got to. That's where the unity comes into play. You gotta stick together. Can't be killing each other. Can't be downing each other. This is only about building. Only about building together. At that, Makita mentioned that you have to have a community. You have to have a team. Oh, yep. So so join networks. You know we have the collective. Uh, it was a mastermind of Black entrepreneurs. We have Slick, um, another group of ne a networking group for personal and professional development. Um, don't do it alone. Like, like you know, especially I think 2020 has showed us anything that you need to be self-sufficient. You can't be waiting on this, this 401k and retirement and, and working these jobs. Like, you need to be self-sufficient. You need to know how to grow your own food. You need to know how to uh, run a business. And you know, don't, don't try to figure it out on your own. There's so many, out, so many networks out there that can help you and support you in that. And at the same time, the power of a network is that you already have reach. You know, you go into a network and the whole point of being in a network is that they can promote for you. They can be some of your customers. You know, you don't have to go it alone. And I think we have to be willing to trust one another. I think a lot of it is like we, you know, we come in, we're hurt anyway. Like we hurt, we don't trust nobody. We want to say, you know, protect our ideas because somebody might steal it. Um, but we have to get rid of that to realize like we're supposed to do this together. We're, we're meant to do this. We're, we are community people, you know, like we're meant to do these things together. Um, and that's, you know, a part of why we create this uh, podcast is to, you know, because Blair and I could have been, we could have been fine doing things on our own, doing our own thing. But we were like, we, we don't want to win. We don't want to reach the top and nobody else be there. You know, we want our people. They want to see us kings and queens on our thrones. And that's such a beautiful thing. So, you know, it's a, it's a collective. 
Yeah, and I mean, some of the fires that we went through, like to me, it's only right to be able to pass down certain keys, certain gems that might be able to help others. Like if if I can be the sacrificial lamb in certain situations and y'all don't have to go through it, cool. Um, I'm cool with that. No matter if it's starting a business, how I'm eating, um, different healing practices, whatever, I'll be the guinea pig and, and let you know how it goes. So I feel like we have, I think that's part of the obligation of this existence for me, at least, is definitely to just help and inspire. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think honestly, that's, that's within all of us because, you know, we, you know, we face certain challenges to learn certain lessons. And then from that lesson, then you create and we're great. We are creators. You know, we live in a society that tells us to consume, 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 but the more exactly. you consume and don't create, you're just suppressing, you're become, you're drawing yourself further from your true nature. And that's where the depression and anxiety and all that, that stuff comes from. Cause it's like, you're not being true to yourself. Um, so allow yourself to create, to me, creating is me uh, sharing ideas, sharing mindset tips, you know, uh, for Blair, it's, it's, you know, sharing herbal remedies and, you know, business advice and every, everything else that Blair does. He does a million things. <laughs> I can't wait until like some years from now where your industry or corporation is out there. It's like this, everything is just, he's like in every lane, he's got a foot in every lane. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like life is meant to be a learning journey. And as you learn these lessons, you share them, you create products out of them and services, um, to continue to advance the people. Um, let me check in on some of these comments. Um, let us know if there's anything that you all like. So this season was all about healing the black community. Next season, we haven't decided what the focus will be. We might, you know, bring some people on. We might, we don't know what we want to do yet. So definitely let us know what you all will be interested in, um, seeing in the next season of the Parallel Paths podcast. Uh, this is the way STEM programs are about. Yes. And, you know, representation matters. Um, I feel like, I don't, I don't want to necessarily go into politics, <laughs> but I feel like to me, the only benefit of whatever, I still don't know the outcome of the election, but the only benefit of seeing someone who is perceived as the woman of color, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with her, some of her things that she's done um, while in a position of power, but is that she creates representation. Um, little girls look on TV and be like, oh, we can do that too. You know, and I think that's valuable. Um, so this is why, you know, it's important for us to realize, like, we we are master creators. We're scientists by nature. You know, you think about the science that went into creating the pyramids and understanding the stars and the com- cosmos. That was all people of color who understood those things. Like, we are highly intelligent people. And it's, we've been pushed out of, you know, science, engineering, um, mathematics, and all these things and taught that we don't we can't understand it, but it's just that our brains might work differently than which the school system is based off of. So then we're pushed into these special education classes or, or told that we have behavioral problems when truly it's just like, I'm not stimulated by the way you're teaching. It's just, you're not interesting enough. So of course I'm gonna get distracted and act out. Um, so yeah, so pushing STEM within our community is so important. Um, let's see what else, what else? Yeah, and, and and another part, as we advance, you know, as you get your business going, you advance, turn back around, come back to your community. You know, uh, you want to build a house somewhere. Okay, it's nice to have one away, but also 
build some property, you know, within your community, buy land within your community, open up a community garden because we can't advance if our, you know, somebody said we're, the resources aren't there within our communities. Yes, they intentionally put, you know, fast food and liquor stores and all that stuff in our communities on purpose, right? It's just like, here, go. I know what this is going to do. Drop this little nuclear bomb in there and just like watch, you know, all the consequences of that. So we have to come back to our communities and we have to stop waiting on someone else. Like stop begging these people from outside of our community because they're not invested in our community grown because in a sense to them, it's a threat. So we have to be the ones to cut that check and to come back every week and make sure that garden stays safe and, you know, to maintain that stuff. Yeah, I was gonna say one thing I always talk on is uh, I always give credit to my ancestors and, and shout them out because this is the time where we have to tap into that ancestral knowledge of being able to grow our own food. And like I even remember with my grandparents, um, probably up until I was maybe five, six, uh, my grandfathers would grow stuff like they had gardens and stuff. So um it was like it kind of skipped the generation of course so like with our immediate parents they're not teaching us how to garden but that's something that was very valuable that we definitely have to go back and pick up and makita alluded to it a while a few minutes ago but um, a lot of the knowledge and history of our past has been burned away erased and just lost uh, because a lot of it could have been through oral communication uh, I know, at least in my family, they don't write down a lot of stuff. So if you weren't there to hear it, you're out of luck. And a lot of that stuff gets lost. So I think we have to do better of um, tapping back into that knowledge and then also writing stuff down too. like just continue to document different things. And uh, like Makita said, produce, be able to produce content, be able to produce things that uh, have the intention of helping others. Mm -hmm. And I think it, we have to recognize, like, we are history in the making. At some point in time, we are a part of history right now. And it's like, okay, what am I going to do today that could, that, and, and, and you have to believe that I can be one of those people that the history books are written about. Everyone has a potential to do something major in this world. And it's just that you have to just, you know, tap into yourself, you know, clean up your energy, clean up your mind. And I promise you, like, once you clean clean your way of living and you, 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 you know, take care of your body, you exercise, you spend time in nature, you meditate, you surround yourself with positive people, you start creating things, um, you, you heal your traumas. It's literally like you just jump into a river and life will just take you directly where you want to go. You just jump into the flow of the river and it will just take you there. Um, there's so much less resistance when you just, when you take care of yourself and you trust the process, you trust the time and you believe that anything you want will come to you. You stop getting caught up in the lies that has been told to us and you recognize and you love yourself and all this stuff. Speaking of love, 25 days of self-love <laughs> is going to be coming out soon. I'll be releasing the details of that um, event that I'm going to be hosting throughout the month of December because self-love is so important. And that's, that's the big thing is we really have to start from self-love. Um, I think that was a, one of the first or second episodes of the season was about um, loving ourselves. And it's just like, we are beautiful beings, all aspects of us. You have to be willing to confront the mistakes that you've uh, made and the things that you've done that are embarrassing and be willing to be vulnerable, all these things and just own, own who you are as a person. 
um, and, you know, trust that you're going to, you know, have your back and take yourself to the higher levels that, that uh, you know that you deserve. And, um, and also know that you're not going to be happy in your life until you go there. Like you're not going to be happy. So stop distracting yourself from the fact that you're not happy and instead put in the work, you know, do the reading, listen to the, the podcast or whatever it is you need to do to get yourself that knowledge, surround yourself with the people who can help you to implement and maintain that knowledge, even if it means cutting certain family members off, right? You're doing it for them too, right? You can't put, you can't save everybody if, you know, you're trying to put their mask on and then you sit there and suffocate. You got to take care of yourself first. That's all facts. Let's see. And thank you, Yashi. We appreciate you investing into our community. She's a slick brain ambassador. Um, I appreciate it, Ashe. Be the historians of our time. Yes, there's a reason why we don't see those things go up in all of us. Yeah, exactly. We don't see those liquor stores and all stuff go up in the white communities because <laughs> I don't want that in there. Oh, <laughs> um, well, one thing that I. Um, my uncle was telling me about and it comes down again it comes down to our respect for ourselves as a people and demanding what we deserve he was like you know people in the jewish community he was like they will never let you forget about the holocaust they will never let you forget about the atrocity that was done to them the evil that was inflicted on them um and for us it's just like i feel like we've like allowed slavery to become so cliche and but you know used to think about seeing a, a man lynched used to be a family gathering they would sell tickets and and even auction off body parts like it was a family gathering like just to to put that in your mind or you know fast even picnic yeah yeah and then you fast forward um to like the the jim crow era i don't know if the jim crow era but um you know being hosed down by water hoses that would take the flesh off your face having a dog sicked on you just because you want equal rights, having a dog can rip your guts out. Like just so much evil has been done to us and we, we allow ourselves to forget that and we allow it to be excused. And that's just like the biggest form of like a slapping ourselves in the face. Like, no, that wasn't right. And I'm not going to forget about it. Nor it takes us unifying though. Exactly. Exactly. We, we gotta, we gotta come together because everyone, I mean, you know, you look at the Jewish community, the Asian community, all these people, they come to America and they maintain their little communities and they, they don't stick together. Exactly. They stick together. Um, and we have to dispel all these lies that have been told to us that have created that division within our community. Um, yeah. It's have you ever asked yourself why, at least, uh, I, like, again, I don't watch the news, but why is it never in the media, like, they're seeking the Asian vote or they're seeking the Hispanic vote. Why is it always they're seeking the black vote? <laughs> That's always interesting to me. Like they don't ever talk about anybody else. And it's a bunch of, it's a melting pot here. It's a bunch of different people. You never hear about any other community's vote or anybody else's input or downfalls or whatever it may be. It's always a certain community. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it, it's, it's a hint um to our our power but also to the level of deception that's that's out there um somebody asked what's the best way to make our demands as a i guess i mean like as a community um 
to me, it's like, I'm not demanding nothing from nobody anymore because we've been shown for centuries that, you know, the d demands will not be met or they'll give you a crumb when it's like, no, I, I need the whole piece of bread. So I think it's more so what, like, before you even think about demanding anything from anyone else. You gotta organize first. Yeah, what, what can we demand from ourselves, which is organization and that we're gonna stick to a plan, a, a collective plan and agree upon it, even if it might not have been your idea, but it's just being willing to sit there and, and to be with the collective and, you know, putting our egos aside. So I think it's not about demanding things from other people, it's demanding from ourselves. I'm going to demand for myself that I'm going to be the best version of myself. I'm going to demand for myself that I'm going to want happiness and joy. And I'm going to pursue my dreams regardless of what's going on in my life. Like that's where the demand comes first. And then once we get ourselves together, you know, then we'll, we'll worry about the rest. The, the right the black vote is the circus show that's why we the target of popular culture yeah yeah we are the culture <laughs> and that's the biggest part is the fact we are the culture so blatant how uh valuable we are as a people but then we're treated in a way that makes us think lesser of ourselves it's just like we are the culture we influence the world the world but it's more so like, unless you have um, an entertaining presence behind you, then, you know, it's whatever, you know, they don't care. So it's like, you can sit up here and cheer for your favorite SEC football team, who is 95% black, and then not even mess with them off the field. Like, that type of logic and stuff like that has always blown my mind since I was a kid. But Hey, that's America. That's America. <laughs> With the shits. Um, but yeah, but I'm, um, I am optimistic. I think that uh, we are. Oh, it's brighter days coming for sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. No doubt. I'm so about that. I am so about it. Um, and we'll be there. The, this podcast will be there. We'll, you know. Uh, I think it's important for us to document history um, through through what you're creating. I know Lakeem's on here. He's an artist out of Austin. You know, he allows his art to basically be the history books of what's happening in the now. At the same time, he's projecting, he's also using his art to project into the future about what he wants to create there. So, you know, whether you're doing a podcast, you write books, whether you're a model, whatever it is, you know, reflect the current times, be inspired by the times, allow yourself to to uh, receive and to create um, so that way you can continue to move forward. Like I said, we're, we're creators, not consumers. Um, yeah. What else? Did we cover it? Did we go over all the topics that we talked about this season? We gave them a lot. Yeah, we did. Um, but yeah, so I've, I've enjoyed this podcast. Doing a podcast was something that I had entertained for so long. And of course, by me being in alignment with myself, you know, Blair and I, our paths cross and, um, and we help to create a vision, come, you know, manifest this vision. And now it's just rolling and, and more things are popping off from it, um, from just this one podcast. Now we have other ideas and other ventures that we'll pursue and it's connecting us with certain people. Um, and that's another opportunity to support Black-owned businesses. 
um, and bring more light to that. Oh, speaking of, there is this um, black social media platform called Blackum or B-L-K-E-M, B-L-K-E-M.com. So it's, I think it's only online, it's an actual app, um, but y'all let's go there. Let's go there as a collective. Let's get on that, support that business and, and create a, a safe space for us to continue to work as a collective. Because um, again, if all of us went to one social media site, <laughs> again. It's a, it's a few more to um, the Nile list, N-I-L-E list. Um, that's another good platform for us to check out, as well as uh, Melanoid Exchange. Um, and we can put all that stuff in the show notes. Yep, we definitely will, um, as well as the, the Black-owned businesses that we are supporting today and what we are wearing, um, the value of character. Yeah, let's wrap, okay, so let's wrap up um, this episode. We'll talk about the value of character. Um, I, I mean, for me, what comes to mind um, is about who are you to yourself? Um, I will say before I started on my journey of self-love, before I started actually uh, uh, implementing my ideas, my character, I wasn't reliable. And because I wasn't reliable, reliable, I wasn't sure if I would show up for myself. But when I didn't have that sense that I was going to have my back, I was going to show up for myself. I was going to be the woman that I knew I could be. I was honestly more depressed. I was anxious. Now I live life in so much bliss because I see I'm becoming the woman that I want to be. I'm becoming the woman that I know I can be. Um, and it's through having discipline, um, you know, discipline to get up in the morning to do my runs, my rituals, my dancing, um, discipline to not eat certain things, discipline to say no to go into that party that I don't need to be at, <laughs> you know, discipline to say no to them relationships that I, I know I don't need to be in. Um, so I would say that that sense of, you know, discipline, um, and integrity, you know, doing, being a woman of my word at the same time, following my spirit. So I'm definitely an emotional person. So I, I follow my spirit. I might say yes to this today. If my spirit says no tomorrow, I'm going to say no. Um, but I would definitely say, um, uh, being someone who's really going to, you know, show up for yourself, um, have that discipline are some of the character traits that I feel like have been very valuable. Oh, and curiosity, curiosity. I'm a very curious person. I want to question things. I want to learn. I want to be willing to go to those uncomfortable places and see what's on the other side of it. So those are definitely some character traits that have been worked well for me. What about you, Blair? You kind of nailed everything that I wanted to say, but um, definitely starting with authenticity, like just being, the most authentic original version of yourself um, for good or for bad and really it's without judgment um, but just being who you are to the fullest and again I at least for me I, I try and I would assume everybody else does but you try to be the best version of yourself every day um, at least that's all I can ask for out of a person so um, you mentioned having integrity and just like if you say you're going to do something do it um but really just having power in your word and i know for for the men out there we have two things that we stand upon our word and our um <laughs> the gonads so 
Yeah, that's a big thing. Like, I mean, again, just being authentic, just be, just be you. Uh, there is only one version of you. Um, so I know sometimes we get inspired by others and we may want to try and copy or implement things that they have. And sometimes it just will not work because it's not meant to work for you. Um, you are an original one of one. So it's about finding your, the sauce that works for you and sticking with it, uh, no matter what anybody else thinks. I love that. I love that. Full, full ownership. Um, you know, we all have our own unique paths and someone else's success does not mean anything less for you. Um, I think another thing is be, you know, while you're along this path, be compassionate towards yourself, be patient with yourself. Um, you're not going to do everything right. And that's okay. I think a big part of me was acknowledging my younger self is still in here and, and she makes mistakes. I'm going to love her. I'm not going to, you know, you know, criticize her, um, you know, break her down, but show yourself love through this journey. Be willing be, to be vulnerable, you know, be willing to make mistakes. Um, and, and once you show that yourself that love, it can help you to, to see other people from that same place of love. And it just, it will transform your life completely. Um, love is our divine nature. Love is where we come from. So as often as you can, find yourself being in a space of love. And it might start from just being curious. It might start from um, being grateful. It might start from wherever it is for you. But find that space. Um, you know, enjoy the journey of life. You know, your path is your path. Um, just, just be open. Be present to receiving and noticing all the little clues and, and all the little miracles that are constantly happening around you. Um, life is all about perspective. Uh, we're here to support that, you know, whatever we can do on our end as part of, as a co-host of the Parallel Pass podcast, you know, we want to support the community in whatever way we can. You know, we love to see you all grow because as you grow, we grow and we just see them keep flourishing together. And that's a beautiful thing. Um, so yeah, any last words for the people, Blair? Uh... Oh, man, all love. Um, appreciate the support. Um, continue to tune in. Send us ideas, uh, topics, anything that you want to uh, hear us discuss. Um, even send us people who you may be interested in us interviewing. If that's something that you're interested in as well. Um, like Makita said, we got a lot of ideas coming. We got a lot of different things that we plan on putting out, all for the benefit of you. So again, much love, much appreciation. And um, until next time. Peace and love. <laughs> Peace. Hey, Parallel Podcast listeners. Don't forget to check out our own personal brands. If you're looking to learn more about mindfulness, mindset, and meditation, catch me live on Instagram every Monday at 10 a.m. specific standard time or schedule a free one-on-one -on -one consult with me. All that information is in the link in my bio at Makita Smiles. Also, if you're looking for anything health and wellness related, check out Blair's Instagram at three layers of wellness for links to his website and resources. And for all my Floridians, don't forget to check out bonafidefla.com. That's B-O-N-A-F-I-D-E-F-L-A.com for all things Florida. You can find all of this information in the show notes as well. Now back to the show.